It's Tuesday, October 31st, 2017. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast, a daily encouragement to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. This daily podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services, and I'm coming to you from Birmingham, Alabama. Well, happy Reformation Day. As many of you know, today is the 500th anniversary of the Reformation and is the 500th anniversary of the day that Martin Luther, a a German monk, nailed 95 theses to the Wittenberg uh, castle door there in Wittenberg, Germany. And Martin Luther, as you may know, like I said, he was a German monk. He was born in November the 10th, 1483 in Germany. Uh, He had planned to be a lawyer, but at the age of 22, he took a vow to become a monk after having what many describe as a Paul-like experience in a storm. And his his study of Scripture and his study of the Word of God led him to just see some sins in that day of the Catholic Church. And on October 31st, First, 1517, in Wittenberg, Wittenberg, Germany, he nailed these 95 theses, uh, and, and what many believe, and obviously did, started the Protestant Re- uh, Reformation. These 95 theses, the, the chief complaint was that Christians were, were going to the church and, and buying indulgences to get out the punishment of their sin. They, they felt like they were buying their salvation, buying the forgiveness of their sin, and buying their out their time in purgatory to get to true life. And uh, thesis number 37 actually said, true Christians participate in all the blessings of Christ in the church, and this is granted to them by God, even without indulgence letters. And so in 1567, after this reformation had started and, and these theses had been nailed to the wall, some 50 years later, Pope Pius V actually abolished the sale of indulgences in the Catholic Church. And so a huge victory some 50 years after Martin Luther nailed these theses to the, the Wittenberg door. And the Protestant Reformation of the 16th century, it, it changed Christianity forever. It was roused, it roused to action by the corruption and abuses they saw at in the Catholic Church at that time. And so visionary pastors like Martin Luther and John Calvin, they, they spearheaded a movement that transformed Christianity and eventually led to the emergence of the Protestant denominations that exist today. And, and the Reformers were, were guided by the conviction that the church of their day had drifted away from the essential original teachings of Christianity, especially in regard to what it was teaching about salvation, how how people can be forgiven of sin through the death and the resurrection of Christ Jesus, and how they can receive eternal life with God. And the Reformation sought to reorient Christianity on the original message of Jesus in the early church. And there were these five solas, or or phrases, these five Latin phrases or slogans that emerged during the Reformation to kind of summarize the Reformers' theological convictions about the essentials of Christianity. And these phrases emerged during uh, and after the Reformation, capturing some of the Reformers' crucial theological convictions, men like Ulrich Zwingli and, and John Calvin and John Knox and Martin Luther. And so these five sayings or slogans, these five solas were first, sola scriptura, Uh, Scripture alone, that that we base our lives on Scripture alone. The Bible alone is our highest authority. You know, Paul says this in his book to Timothy in 2 Timothy 3, 16 through 17. All Scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. We base our lives on the Word of God. 
But then the second and the third uh, solace was sola gratia, grace alone. We are saved by grace alone, the grace of God alone. And then sola fide is faith alone. We are saved through faith alone in Christ Jesus. And, and we look to Paul's book and his letter to the church at Ephesus in Ephesians 2, 8 through 10. And it says, for by grace, right, sola gratia, you have been saved through faith, sola fide. And this is not of your own doing. It's the gift of God. This is not a result of your works. This is not a result of buying indulgences or trying to buy God's favor or to buy the church's favor so that no one can boast. We, we are his workmanship. Oh, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Oh, beloved, what would it have looked like if the church in the day of Martin Luther, instead of spending their money to try to buy the favor of God, knew they had the favor of God through grace alone, by faith alone, and they were instead utilizing that money to care for the poor, the needy, the orphan, and the widow. And and beloved, even before we look at these next two slogans, oh, I, my, my heart today on the 500th anniversary of the Reformation is that we, we would stop trying to buy the favor of God. We don't care for orphans. We don't care for widows. We don't care for the poor. We don't care for the needy. We don't care for the vulnerable because we're trying to buy God's favor. We care for them because by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ, Christ alone, we have been redeemed. We've been redeemed. And so we give our lives for the spread of this gospel as an overflow of the good works of Christ in us. And that is the fourth slogan, Christ alone, solus Christus, Christ alone, Jesus Christ alone is our Lord, our Savior, and our King. And Acts 4.12 reminds us, there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. You cannot find faith in Buddha or Muhammad or any other religion. There, You cannot find faith in your own works. You cannot find faith in yourself. You cannot find faith in dirt or the earth or mother nature only in Christ alone. Jesus Christ is the only propitiation for our sins. He is the only way that we can find right standing before God, right? When when God looks at our, our track record, right? He knows that it is filthy, but when he sees the track record of Christ, it is perfect and unblemished. And so we lay down our lives so that we can find faith in Christ alone. And then that brings us to the fifth slogan or the, the fifth solace, sola dea gloria, for God's glory alone. We live for the glory of God alone. Romans 11 Verse 36, or, or verses 33 through 36. Oh, the depth of the riches and the wisdom and the knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments. How inscrutable his ways. For who has known the mind of the Lord? Or who has been his counselor? Or who has given a gift to him that he might be repaid? For from him and through him and to him are all things. What did Paul say to the church of Romans? To him be the glory forever and ever. Amen. To God be the glory. It is for God's glory that we care. It is for God's glory that we defend the fatherless so that he will be glorified. So we stake this mission on scripture alone. We stake our salvation on scripture alone. We stake our salvation on grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, for God's glory alone. And, and Luther's nailing on the door. This was not intended to inflame 
but it was rather a common academic principle of the day. It was a practice. He was, he was inviting a debate, and, and, and yet he was fueling a, a very risky debate. There was danger in him for doing this. And, and this is just a reminder when Martin Luther does this and, and gives us these theses, these 95 theses. It just reminds us our salvation is a gift. It's not something that can be purchased or earned. It is a free gift by faith alone, through grace alone, and Christ alone for the glory of God. And this fuels the mission to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. You know, we we like to tell stories about how Christ is just piercing through the darkness of where orphans and vulnerable children are living. Children who had never felt love or, or loving others. Families who believed they had no hope or speaking hope to others. And women who, who believed they had no future or seeing a future through Christ that's unimaginable. And, and that's all because of grace alone and faith alone and Christ alone for the glory of God alone. We do this for the glory of God that children, vulnerable children and orphans can have the gospel manifested to them through the local church. And as we think of, of even what Martin Luther did when he nailed those 95 theses to the Wittenberg castle door, you know, we realized that there was a crisis going on, a crisis of faith. There was, there was evil going on in the church, and, and Martin Luther wanted to debate, and he wanted to challenge that. And, and there was a crisis, and, and it invited both danger and opportunity. You know, when you have a crisis, it does. It prevents both of those. Danger, there's always a danger in a crisis, but there's also opportunity. And, and that may seem perplexing and counterintuitive, but, but I believe it's, it's utterly profound. You see, today, we have an orphan crisis in our country and in our world. We have the problem in the United States of pervasive fatherlessness. It's, it's chronic, and it's utterly dangerous. Over 50% of American children born this year will be born to single women. And nearly half of a million of those children, or nearly half of a million children, will spend the remaining days of 2017 in U.S. foster care. Beloved, this is a crisis. And yet there are nearly 153 million orphans and vulnerable children around the world. These children at best will be institutionalized in orphanages with less than half of 1% of having the opportunity to be adopted. At worst, these kids will sleep on the streets, be rejected, beg for a scrap of bread, and live and die without ever hearing the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Beloved, these 153 million are an unreached people group, and this is a crisis. It's easy to see the danger in our crises, but do we see the opportunity? And so Martin Luther, he, he, he saw that there was a crisis. And so he, with danger even, inviting this debate and, and, and coming against the Catholic Church of that day, he nails these 95 theses to the Wittenberg Castle door. There was danger in doing it. But in the same way, there was an opportunity because he fought for the, for the authenticism, for the authentic nature of our faith. We now have pure and holy gospel now. And, and by God's grace, we see the Catholic Church in so many different ways coming around now and, and, and seeing a, a movement of, of evangelicalism going through as they're proclaiming the gospel. One man stepped out when there was a crisis. And beloved, I want to ask you, what is your opportunity today to step out for the orphan, for the vulnerable child, for the the woman in a crisis, for the family in crisis? How can the Lord call you today to defend the fatherless and not to do it in your own power, not to do it by your own will, but to do it for the glory of God? 
Oh, we must manifest the gospel to vulnerable children and orphans because that is their only hope. They don't need a, a new zip code. They don't need a new bike for Christmas. They don't need a comfortable cul-de-sac with a white picket fence and a beautiful yard. No, they need the gospel that's beating in our chest. And so on this 500th anniversary of the Reformation, let us remember that the most beautiful thing we have today to give to a child in need to defend the fatherless is the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's not our stuff and it's not even ourselves. It's our gospel. Thank you for listening to Defender Podcast. For more information or to connect with me, please visit HerbieNewell.com. To partner with Lifeline, visit LifelineChild.org. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook by searching for Lifeline Child. You can email us directly at info at LifelineChild.org. Beloved, will you allow God to use the gospel through you to impact the life of a child? Please contact us because we are here to defend the fatherless. We'll see you again tomorrow for the Defender Podcast.